I am not an expert. I've never published a book or taught a class, but I love quilting and I love talking about quilting. I make a lot of mistakes, but I like to think that sometimes I learn from them and get just a little bit better. If hearing about someone else's goofs and mess-ups makes you feel better about yours, then I've done my job. So join me now as we talk about quilting for the rest of us. Hey, I'm Sandy and I'm a quilter and welcome to episode 195 in which I let you know what's been going on. This is an OT episode aka off-topic. It is January 27th, 2016. Um, this Welcome to everybody who has been a listener for a long time. This episode is really mostly for you because you all know what have been, what's been going on in my life over the last few months. Uh, for new listeners, just know this is not my usual deal. Uh, typically, I do actually talk about quilting. This is going to be a short episode because I just uh, need to update you as to why you haven't heard from me in a little while and why you're unlikely to hear from me for another couple of weeks, probably at least. Um, I'm not going to do any listener comments uh, this episode either. I'm going to hold off till the next episode when I do actually get back to talking about quilting. So with all of those caveats and disclaimers at the beginning. I just, again, just wanted to let you know um, kind of a little bit about what's going on. You have heard me talking over the last several months about my father-in-law suffering from dementia, a very rare form of Alzheimer's. Uh, He did actually unexpectedly pass away last week. Um, We say unexpectedly, although it is one of those things that you're sort of expecting it, and yet when it happens, you're not expecting it. Um, I will say, if you have to pass away, he did it the best way possible. He passed away in his sleep um, overnight between Monday and Tuesday, January 18th and January 19th, Um, and the funeral was last Saturday the 23rd. Um, It is, of course, a difficult time for everybody. Uh, My mother-in-law is a trooper. She's doing well, or at least she has been, you know, as long as everybody's been around. my brother-in-law and his wife and daughters all came in from California and we have, there's three brothers here in town, all with uh, wives and a couple with children. And then there's the brother-in-law that's been out in California. And so the, the California crew came in uh, for the week and they've all now gone home. And so life is starting to kind of get back into some sort of a routine. Um, I have not yet talked to my mother-in-law this week because my brother-in-law just left yesterday. So. I wanted to give her a little bit of breathing space. I'm going to be calling her in the next couple of days just to kind of touch base with her. Um, But she is a very strong woman and is not really into letting people see how she feels. So I don't expect to hear a whole lot of real detail (laughs) about what's going on. But she knows that we're here if if she needs us. Um, In between that, um, I did, as a, a note here, I did actually manage to get back in town. It... I came home, I was in Boston uh, earlier this month, as you may recall, for my doctor of ministry classes. I was gone from the 6th until, well, classes officially stopped on Friday, I think it was the 15th. And then one of my national teams flew into town, into Boston to meet me so that we could have weekend meetings. So I went right from classes into a set of meetings over the weekend. And then I drove home Monday, um, the 18th, 
And yeah, I drove home through snow. So it was a really long drive home. Took me probably an hour and a half longer than usual. Um, partly because of the snow, partly because I was just so dang tired from classes and then meetings. Um, so it was a very long drive home. But I got home Monday evening and I'm just really, really glad that that all happened the way it was because then I was home with my husband when he got word um, of his father's passing. Um, and speaking of my husband, his birthday was right in the middle of all of that. His birthday was the 21st, and I have a niece who has a birthday on the 22nd. Neither of them, of course, really wanted to celebrate with everything that was going on, but the rest of the family was rather insistent. It was, um, one, they didn't want people to feel like, you know, they were being not remembered um, in the middle of everything, although the two people in question would have been perfectly happy for that to happen. But it was also, I think, a, a matter of everybody kind of want to celebrating something happy in the midst of everything else. So last week was um, just a week. Let's just leave it at that. Um, so that's all I really can say about that at the moment. Uh, meanwhile, this is a very busy time for me school-wise. Um, although I finished my January class, you know, over a week ago, we don't have the final paper due for another few weeks. So I'm still doing some reading and some research, and I've got phone interviews and conference calls and such that are a part of my research for that paper. Um, at the same time as we've already started our September or our spring semester class, which also has readings and class projects we're supposed to be doing throughout. Um, so I'm juggling both of those as well as juggling work because now essentially between uh, the holidays and being gone in Boston and then um, the death in the family last week, I've really only been in my office probably a grand total of about five or six days since the beginning of January. So I'm trying to get back on top of all those kinds of projects. So it's, it's just been a, a fairly um, busy time. I would say it's really stressful, but frankly, right now I'm just too tired to be stressed. So <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of dealing with it. Um, but that's why I just haven't had the time to um, quilt. I haven't touched fabric since uh, really the beginning of January. Um, I did take my sewing machine in for some minor repairs. The automatic thread cutter had stopped cutting. And it seemed to be doing something weird with tension, although I couldn't tell whether that was just user error. Um, before, I mean, around the holidays when I was actually still sewing. Uh, but I took it in for repairs while I was gone. It was repaired ridiculously fast. It was waiting for me when I got home. And in fact, they didn't charge me for the repair. Um, apparently, in the Janomis, uh, the Janomis 6600, the automatic thread cutter, uh, a really key part of the thread cutter innards is a little piece of Velcro that apparently had somehow fallen off or <laughs> detached itself or something. And I'll tell you, my, my Janome's at least 10 years old, I think at this point, and it's a workhorse. So this is the first actual repair I've ever had done. So if indeed that was a little piece of Velcro, it was a, a tough little piece of Velcro that didn't give up the ghost until 10 years in, um, but they didn't charge me for the repair. So that was nice. Uh, so now my sewing machine is sitting on the sewing cabinet i even i haven't even had time to actually put it back into the sewing cabinet i have a a recessed top that it sits down in it's it's just all still dismantled um i'm hoping to get to that maybe later this week now 
On some happier news, I am going out of town this coming weekend. My husband's birthday, like I said, was last weekend. We had originally intended to be out of town last weekend for it. Um, but because of the funeral, we weren't able to do it. So we moved it into this weekend. And fortunately, I called the B&B uh, that we had planned it staying at, and we were able to just shift into this weekend. Same room, same rates, everything. They were very nice about the whole thing. So I've got that that we're both looking forward to this weekend. Um, just a very low-key weekend going away um, just down in the Finger Lake. So we're only driving maybe an hour. Um, it's just far enough to feel like we're actually out of town, but not all the you know length of travel and everything involved in really actually leaving town. <laughs> Um, so we're looking forward to that. Uh, I just made arrangements today for a, um, a class at the New York Wine and Culinary Center. I think those of you who have been part of my podcast for years will have heard me talking about that before. It is um, a, a semi-local. It's about an hour away. Uh, what do you call it? Organization cooking school slash restaurant slash wine tasting room that highlights local foods, local wines, all Finger Lakes kinds of stuff. And so um, spur of the moment, we looked at their class schedule for the weekend and we're doing, um, I can't remember what it's called, seasonal wine and food pairing or something like that. So you go for lunch in this lecture hall kind of setup and they serve you a lunch portion of a meal, and I believe it's some sort of meat and potatoes, which my husband will be thrilled about. And then um, for this particular class, apparently it's pairing one wine and one beer with each course, uh, just tastings of it, so you can kind of get a sense of the way different things combine. So that'll be really nice. Um, And then I uh, sort of, I can't really say impulsively, but I did decide finally um, to go on a quilt retreat the weekend after that. This is a quilt retreat run by a quilt shop um, in the southern tier. That's the lower portion of New York State. Um, That's not New York City. It's the other half of the state. It's the southern part of western and central New York is called the southern tier. Sorry if I just confused you. Get out a map. Anyway, um, in the, the southern tier, there's uh, a very small quilt shop that's only open on weekends, but it's really well done. Um, and it's right near a retreat center that my guild has retreats at and various other local quilt shops have uh, retreats at this retreat center. And so this particular quilt shop now does retreats at this retreat center. And I, I went to their first one two years ago, and there were only two or three women besides myself from my guild there, as well as a lot of other women from, you know, other area guilds. Um, Last year I was unable to go, or was that the year? No, last year I was unable to go because I had just come back from Burma. The year before, the first year I went, I, I was sick as a freaking dog. So I went, but I ended up going home at night to sleep, which it's an hour drive. So that was a haul, but I was so sick. I had a really bad uh, respiratory thing. So I'm looking forward to going this year and being healthy um, and actually being able to stay for the whole weekend. They actually start on Thursday. I'm not going to go down Thursday during the day, but I am going to try to get down there by dinner time. Uh, And then I took Friday as a vacation day, so I'm going to take Friday off. I'll be there all day Friday, all day Saturday. And then as long as I can hold out on Sunday, we're allowed to stay until five, but I rarely have that kind of staying power. I'm usually ready to go home 
by lunch, <laughs> you know, before lunch. So um, I suspect that's kind of what the schedule will be. But what actually tipped me over the balance, I've been on the list for this retreat, oh, probably since summer, maybe even before that. I mean, for months and months and months, I've known about this retreat, but I kept not committing one way or the other. My name was on the list, but I hadn't put on a deposit and I wasn't committing um, because, you know, I know my schedule and I know that I really, all things considered, probably shouldn't be going on a quilt retreat because I've got two classes I'm juggling. I've got all this work to do. Um, you know, I still want to be home for my husband, et cetera, et cetera. But with the, the spring class I'm in uh, for my demon is actually on Sabbath. And I was doing the readings this week and it was about balance and about um, the importance of friendships and the importance of creativity and all of these things just sort of came together in my mind and said, you have to go on that retreat. You have to. Um, so I immediately sent out an email to the uh, quilt shop owner to say, am I actually on the list for this? Is there space? Can I still um, commit to this? And so I did. Um, I have actually asked to have a single room instead of sharing a room. Normally I would share with one of my BFFs, but I am going to have to bring some class reading with me. And um, just because of my level of exhaustion, there may be times when I just decide I need just some time alone and just go sit back in my room and not do much of anything. Um, I don't have any idea what I'm going to bring with me to work on. And in fact, there's a large part of me that doesn't want to haul all the stuff that comes along with sewing at a quilt retreat. And I'm sort of considering just bringing in embroidery projects because that's a heck of a lot more portable. Um, I don't have to bring the machine. I don't have to bring cutting stuff. I don't have to, you know, I just bring my threads and my projects. Of course, at this point, admittedly, my, <laughs> my embroidery thread stash collection is now in three separate bins. And then I have all that bin, the big bin filled with beads. So, you know, there's still stuff to haul, but it doesn't weigh 45 pounds the way my sewing machine feels like it does. Um, so anyway, that's that's the um, that's me trying to get back into some sense of normalcy, I guess. Uh, meanwhile, there hasn't been a lot of quilting or embroidery going on. For the first time, in fact, today, I actually sat and did about five minutes worth of embroidery after I ate my lunch. Um, and that was the first time I'd touched my embroidery since before I left for Boston. So, um, you know, slowly but surely, I'm trying to get back into it. I know I'm not doing uh, listener feedback, but I do want to do a couple of uh, thank yous to people. Um, and I will try to do this without tearing up because I'm still in that sort of emotionally unstable <laughs> stage. Uh, first of all, I got a very nice card from Nikki. Thank you. Uh, her card was thanking me for her winnings on the um, giveaway, the fat quarters that she got. Um, but I, I really appreciated the card. Um, and and uh, partly it was also the timing, which I'll get to in a minute when I talk about another one. Um, before I had left, actually, I got a package from Holly and she had told me it was coming, and then I'd totally forgotten <laughs> that she had told me it was coming. So it was a nice surprise when it came. Um, there is a good thing for having a memory like a sieve at times. Uh, Holly had let me know that she had some embroidery floss she was she wanted to donate for me to bring with me to um, Myanmar, to Burma, when I go in March. And 
Again, for those of you who are longer term listeners, you may remember me talking about that uh, a couple of episodes ago, I think, um, that the woman in in Burma uh, that I'm going to go meet with have a women's empowerment center, uh, essentially a job training and life skills center. And one of the classes they do is embroidery. And so I decided I could bring with me um, some of my own embroidery floss. And then I, I bought a bunch uh, at Black Friday sales. Oh, so it must have been longer ago than two episodes. Back around the Black Friday episode, I talked about this. Um, I bought a lot of uh, DMC floss on huge sale through Black Friday sales, specifically to bring with me to Myanmar. So Holly had emailed me and said um, that I believe... It was your mother, I'm sorry, I don't have your card in front of you, uh, who was uh, de-stashing or she, uh, Holly had ended up with her mother's um, stash. And um, I probably shouldn't even say who it was from. I'm sorry, uh, my memory is not quite back yet and I don't have the card in front of me. In any case, Holly ended up with a whole lot of embroidery floss and offered to send some of it to me for Burma. And so she did. And so I've got a, a nice addition to uh, what I'm bringing. Uh, plus, she included a little bag for me specifically to play with. And then, uh, long story short, she ended up with the package sitting on her counter for a little bit longer than she expected. So she decided she might as well throw in um, some lace and some beads for me and for my friends who are working on our crazy quilts um, f- to use on those. And I, I really appreciate it. The lace is fantastic. It's a wonderful selection of different types of lace. And I really like that. And there is plenty for me to share with my friends. So thank you very much for that, Holly. Um, And now the other one that I got, um, and I got this at the same time as Nikki's, I had not gotten down to my P.O. box in town uh, since before the holidays because of being out of town and everything. And so I just stopped in on Monday and um, I had to buy some stamps. That's the only reason I even ran into the post office. I wasn't even thinking about checking my box. It wasn't in my consciousness. But as soon as I got the stamps, I realized, oh, I should probably clean out the box because you always get the flyers and all that kind of stuff. And in there was the card from Nikki, which I really appreciate getting. And then I also had a a package from um, Carol. And because I'm in this emotionally unstable time, um, I opened the card from Nikki and read it and started tearing up. And then I got the package from Carol and I was a blubbering mess (laughs) in the parking lot at the post office. just because I had this little sign that people were thinking of me and it was just very sweet. Um, Carol uh, sent me a fabric postcard and a little quilted notebook cover uh, with the notebook inside that both illustrate the word of the year that I have chosen for 2016, which is balance. And um, Carol had actually mailed them in early January. If I had gotten to my PO box, they would have been there probably before I left for Boston. But in the way of these things happening when they tend to need to happen, I didn't get down there until Monday. And after having been through everything of the last few weeks, and especially the most recently past week and losing my father-in-law, the the card from Nikki and the the notes from Carol um, and the the gifts from Carol just just really, they were needed (laughs) and they were very much appreciated. so I really, I really do want to say thanks to both of you and to Holly for the, the gift that you gave me as well, that even though I opened it before I went to Boston, I didn't really have a chance to look through it much before um, this week when I got home. So 
it's just nice to know you got people on your side <laughs> when you're going through stuff. Um, and, you know, so really having a little reminder of my promise to myself about maintaining balance in the midst of all this and the fact that I've got twilters in my corner uh, was was really very significant. So um, thank you. And I'm going to stop talking about it now because, again, uh, a little emotionally unstable right now. Um, so that's really all I have to share for this episode. Again, I am really making myself get back into my embroidery this week. Um, again, that's that's actually, I think, going to be part of um, my Sabbath class. For this class, we are actually supposed to be uh, maintaining Sabbath practices, <laughs> which is something that most people in the ministry actually don't really do very well at because that's kind of, you know, that's life. Um, and so I'm really thinking hard about what is it I need to do. And there's some other things I want to do, but I'm I'm looking at how is embroidery part of my Sabbath practice? How is quilting part of my Sabbath practice? Um, so that's, that's that part of my life. Uh, you won't need to hear a whole lot about that in this podcast. Uh, just know that I'm hoping in the next couple of episodes, I do start actually talking about quilting again. Um, now, that being said, I don't travel much in the next few weeks, uh, but with I've got just a slew of evening conference calls, just a boatload of the darn things. And so I don't really entirely know what my schedule is going to be. I'm going to try to get some episodes out, but we'll see. So once again, I just have to rely on your patience with me um, and and just don't delete the podcast unless you hate it. Just don't delete it if you don't hear from me in a while, because, you know, I'm coming back. I am not pod fading. I am just um, pod pausing, I guess, until I can get back to it. Um, So thank you again uh, for for thinking of me. (laughs) It it is meaningful. Um, Thank you for supporting each other. Uh, Quilters are a supportive bunch. I can't say it enough. I've told many people that when they kind of give me that look about when I say I'm a quilter, you know, because they muggles don't get it. And then I say, you know what, that's where our most supportive friendships often come from. So thank you uh, to all of you uh, from myself and for one another, because I see it happening all the time on Twitter and Facebook. Um, Yeah, so okay, this is kind of a sappy podcast, but I think after five years, I'm allowed one. (laughs) So, so with that being said, I need to, um, go take the dogs out. I'm getting the stink eye from Sam and (laughs) I need to have dinner and then uh, start working on papers again. And somewhere in there, yes, I will do some more embroidery. So that's it for this episode. You know how you can get a hold of me. You can email me at sandyquilts at gmail.com, sandy with a Y, quilts with a Z. You can follow the blog. Not that there's much to follow right now. You can follow me on Twitter. I am a little bit there. Um, Pinterest, I've been on a little bit. You can like the Quilting for the Rest of Us page on Facebook. You can join the Quilting for the Rest of Us Flickr group. You can join the um, Quilting for the Rest of Us Kiva team and do good all over the world. And you will find links to, I think, all of those things on my website at www.quiltingfortherestofus.com. And until next time, go get your quilty on. Quilting for the Rest of Us is dedicated to Shirley. Love you, Mom.